Welcome to the Bomb Squad Sports Betting Podcast. Uh, we got the full crew here today, Spencer, Ben, Nick, and myself. What to do? Uh, today we'll be talking about college football, and this we won't really be talking any bets per se much in this episode, but just kind of the state of college football and uh, mm-hmm. where our minds are at, how we bet it, and uh, like just kind of what's going on. Like a round table on how we approach it, exactly. slash philosophy. We'll so, uh, oh, go ahead. No, I said because we like to do that, as I said. Uh Starting it off with uh, some major news, actually. Um, Wake Forest All-American quarterback Sam Hartman, or preseason All-American quarterback, uh, had I, none of us really even know what's wrong, but he's out indefinitely. And uh, that's a huge wrinkle in my plans because I had a uh, free $10 bet on them to win the conference. So it's looking like that's not going to hit now. Yeah, uh, and I, I had him to win, too. Like on my sheet, I hadn't bet it yet, thankfully, which I, I mean, I just haven't gotten around to doing that. But I definitely would have. This is a huge loss for Wake Forest and a leader, a quarterback, everything. Really stinks because it's an offense you like to watch. Was really excited because I felt like last year we bet a lot of their overs. I mean, yeah, lots of them. I mean, we loved it. I mean, even if it wasn't hitting, it was a fun bet that got you out of bed in the morning, you know? So I'm, a, I'm disappointed about that part. I will say when I feel like things like this happen in the college football world or sports world, we're like, well, we're not really sure what's wrong. There's some kind of scandal. So I'm going to say it now for when this releases. There's some kind of – there's something going on sketchy. There's more than meets the eye, I think. I mean, I think he had like a major uh, – I think he has like a major medical issue. Because it said it happened while he was at practice. Okay. And he's protected by HIPAA, so they're not going to release it. So they're not going to release it? So, okay. What so, I thought I heard <laughs> – No, I, I don't think it's a scandal. I think it's like okay. something serious happened But what him. was he doing while he had a medical issue? Yeah. That's what we have to yeah. find out. <laughs> Go so, get to the bottom of it. As a college football fan, like – even if you don't like Wake Forest, it kind of sucks because they're going to play in big games against big teams, oh, yeah. and he's one of the best quarterbacks in the country. <clears throat> yeah. So I guess just hope that he's all right. and can. They did say he will be back at some point in the season. Really? If, if he can get healthy, which I don't See, know. Maybe he had like appendicitis or something. I read an original report that just said that acted like it was like a mental thing, like he wasn't mentally okay. And that was the only report I read, so that's what confused me, is that it was kind of revolved around that. So I'm sure there'll be more that comes out eventually, even if it is protected. Wouldn't you think that someone would leak I mean, it? that would classify as HIPAA. But it, okay. uh, the headline here says, Wake Forest, Sam Hartman, to miss extended period of time with mystery condition. What does mystery condition mean? And See? it's described as a medical condition unrelated to football. I think he had some kind of major surgery. That's what they said on. That's what his coach was like saying on ESPN today. So yeah, I mean. So it could have been something like with his head in surgery too, probably. I, I don't mean, want to. I, I don't want to speculate. It could. It could be something mental, or it could, it could be a major. Huh. Like organ surgery or something, but. I just think there'll be more to come out, even if there is something that protects it, because I feel like that's how all that stuff works. Like, well, we're not going to say anything more, and then there's someone they pay, and they release information. It is just, I mean, their defense is horrible, so it's such oh, yeah. a devastating blow if you're a college football fan. He was fifth in the country last year with 39 touchdowns, and they were the number four offense in the country. I'm taking this under week one without him. I mean, <laughs> making light of the situation, there is money to be made here. Yeah. <laughs> hey, they I mean, there got, is. They still got A.T. Perry. Yeah, they do have He's a great receiver. Um, That's true. So, now that that news is out of the way, moving on to – Mega news from the week. The Big Ten is, is nearing a mega deal with NBC, Fox, and CBS, which would be the first of its kind. Uh, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I think it's it's over a billion dollars. Oh, it's, yeah. Like, it's insane. So what they want to do is they want to have 
a same slot schedule every week. So the Big Ten will have a prime like a the game of the week on Fox at like noon, and then they'll do a three thirty game on CBS like SEC currently does. Since SEC's losing their deal, Big Ten's taking it over. So that's a lot of extra viewers. And once they add USC and UCLA, they're getting all that West Coast market too. I read a report that the Big Ten did not approve the USC UCLA thing. What do you mean? Week. Really? Last week I read a I got a thing on my phone that says that that's not going to go through now. Huh? Because of this deal, possibly? Uh, I don't know. As a result, my biggest thing with all this stuff too is, and I've thought about this, and this is kind of off subject, but it's also Big Ten will have no ESPN games when USC joins the conference. I mean, that's true. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I guess we'll have to see how it plays out. I think it's good for football. I mean, I'm just going to say it, but I'm also a Big Ten fan. Yeah, it takes over some of those SEC fan viewerships, like Austin said, but I think it kind of makes it more fun. You know, and I think it'll make the Big Ten seem more, will attract better players. You know what I mean? Because what, what, kids want to play in prime time. I mean, when it comes down to it. I think what I would love to see, and I've thought about this for years, and I know it's never going to happen, but I dream of the day when we have like a red zone for college football we can watch like seven games at once and they're like going to the highlights of all the big games i would love that i don't think it could ever happen but i think when you see stuff like this happen it gives you a little hope that something like that could happen so yeah i'm uh what i'm reading here is usc and ucla is in fact happening but the pac-12 is not happy with the big 10 not getting espn games since they're canceling their deal oh yeah mm-hmm. i did see that but yeah. But I mean, how does that really affect UC, USC, though? Because if they're on local TV in every market in the country, why would you even need ESPN? Yeah. I mean, like every sports bar, yeah. every place is going to have NBC, CBS, CBS. Fox, mm-hmm. like the same chain. But uh, the weird thing is, we'll never see Big Ten teams on ABC on Saturday night anymore. I hate like that. Herb Street and when I thought about that, I hate that because I do love that. So my question is, like, let's say there is multiple primetime games because they settle on that you know in the middle of year sometimes beginning of the year depending on like what rankings are so like ohio state versus notre dame that's on espn this year right it'll be the last year yeah. it'll be this is the last year for that so yep. next year if they play that same it'll game be on nbc it'd be on nbc and the night game. yeah i don't love that as much i like the music but it also depends thing. like what what broadcasters are we going to have on those and like yeah. is cbs keeping their normal crew i don't know i think it's good for the big 10 i think it's gonna oh yeah vastly spread out their fan base especially once you add the west coast they'll have teams in california they'll have teams in the new york market with rutgers they'll have teams in the dc market with maryland and then you have the whole big 10 ranging from uh philly to uh nebraska so yeah big else, 10's gonna be who else are they gonna add do you think <laughs> i just read I that it, it said notre if notre dame wish it was it said uh right here Notre Dame can walk down to ESPN and get a deal done in 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I read a thing, though, the other day because that was when, like, Notre Dame was thinking. Like, they were saying, like, they might join the Big Ten. I was like, oh, please. I think that would be nice. See, Notre Dame fan, I, I love that idea. I do understand where they're coming from, where they lose out on money because of, you know, all the money to be made from them in NBC. But I think they can make it up. I really do. I mean, it's, it's one of those things. And I guess, like, the athletic director for Notre Dame – I read a report that he literally was like, I don't want to at all. Like, he basically was saying, like, there's no way I would ever join the Big Ten. 
and it just crushed me. <clears throat> so, fun schedule. I have a conspiracy theory. So Notre Dame makes seventy-five million annually from NBC. Yes. If this new mega deal goes through, every Big Ten team will make more than that through Join. the through the three teams. Yeah. My other theory is Big Ten is purposely taking that NBC primetime slot at seven thirty, eight o'clock, whatever it is, every Saturday night. Notre Dame will never have a night game on NBC. I didn't if even the think Big about Ten that. Has it every single week. <laughs> That didn't even cross my mind. That's going to crush so think them. about all the Notre Dame viewers they're going to lose if they have to play at 2.30 on mm-hmm. NBC every single Saturday. And think how many games that were kind of like shouldn't have been primetime games with Notre Dame, but were just because it was another what big it, name. No, that's, like what North I'm, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. All the 2.30 games for Notre Dame are Marshall. They're, yep. they're the lesser games, mm-hmm. Navy, mm-hmm. that like people aren't necessarily tuned in because people aren't going to watch them if they're in primetime. Yep, you're right. So I think the Big Ten's trying to coerce. Notre Dame and to being like, hey, get here. You're gonna lose money and your primetime slots if you don't join the. Big what Ten. a way to get someone to join your conference. <laughs> Take away their resources and be like, I mean, that's the way it. to get anyone to yeah. do anything. Though I mean, it's smart. I just didn't. You see gotta it. con people into yeah. doing stuff. I didn't see it. I can't believe you. I mean, I just didn't notice that ever. I mean, that's just my theory. I, no, that's right. That theory is correct. It's like hiring your friends and paying them more than you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I can't. So like. To me, I think it's more of a pride thing for Notre Dame. I don't oh, think it's, I don't is. think it's about the money. I yeah. think they love having their own, yeah. being known for something. So even if they join the Big Ten and they make fifty million dollars more with this new deal, is it worth it to them? Mm-hmm. Like, and I honestly would kind of like being able to be like, hey, every year we're playing these teams because when you change your schedule like Notre Dame does every year, like when we scheduled Florida State for those like three games of the one year. It was right after they won the national championship. And then the next year, they were really good. They beat Well, they us. didn't have a choice because they did that half the ACC yeah. schedule. But I'm saying a lot of times when they schedule people, they schedule them when they're at their highs, but then they play them when they're at their lows. And then people are like, oh, Notre Dame's playing a trash team. It's like, well, they scheduled it you know, yeah. five years ago. It's like Florida State was really good Yeah, <laughs> And so I think it would help Notre Dame if it actually, you know, just with their strength of schedule, stability, and all that stuff too. But at the same time, if you're playing for Notre Dame – it's probably nice to be like we're going out to these you know states and doing this long weekend at the Yankee Stadium and stuff like that. But you could still do that. So I'm not as big of a Notre Dame game as you are, but as Spencer is, I guess. But uh, I think I'd be conflicted if they joined the Big Ten. Like I'd be torn because they'd be getting rid of so many rivalries, like with Stanford. Yeah. Uh, probably Navy. Who else? Navy. Then they would obviously they keep USC Purdue. and Purdue because they'd be in the Big yeah. Ten with them. Besides that, they don't have any more. But, I mean, the several, like, Pitt, like, games Michigan. That are, oh, yeah. I guess they'd have Michigan back, Michigan State. Yeah, see, they would have a lot of games back that they Yeah, I changed my mind. Notre Dame to the Big Ten, make it happen. Because then they could bring the Purdue rivalry back, which Michigan, I would love. Michigan, Michigan, Michigan State. Michigan, Michigan State. I love the Michigan USC. One. Yeah. I would love that part. And make more money. It's yeah. no brand. And it would help recruiting, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. If you're part of the Notre Dame Athletic Association, like their department, and you do this, I feel like they got to throw us a couple mil, because we definitely talked you into it. <laughs> So or like some tickets or something. Yeah, some tickets. Uh, Need close tickets for Ben. We didn't share that about Ben in the beginning. What's that? Ben's Ben's news. His life news. Oh, I'm going to mention that on the NFL. When we oh, okay. Bit. Never mind. <laughs> we won't talk about it. Actually, we can mention it now. Too. <laughs> I actually have a... So, it's uh, been kind of a weird week for the Bomb Squad boys. Uh, nice. I got a message yesterday from Ben saying that he thinks he tore his Achilles. So... He's been going to the hospital and getting tests done, and prognosis doesn't seem great. Uh, even if it's not torn, I'm sure it's still going to be a very lengthy road to recovery. I'm not in a good place right now, but <laughs> I'm here for you guys. <laughs> and to top that off, uh, 
Spencer's dishwasher broke and he's got black mold yeah. now. Worse news. Worse <laughs> way worse. His daughter's got infections. And there's yeah. all sorts of going on. And then today, uh, I got a notification from my bank saying that someone hacked my debit card. And the only reason it got caught was because I got gas on the way to, to Fort Wayne. And they realized that you can't be 250 miles away in an hour. So impossible. thankfully, I stopped and got gas on the way today. But uh, what else? Oh, and I, not to mention, I had three thousand plus dollar bet payouts last night that all lost in the bottom of the fifth or whatever inning it was in to cash with two outs all of them had two outs i lost that ufc bet last night i had uh bo nickel to win in 60 seconds and he won in 61 seconds so that was fucking cool <laughs> it's when you're in the trenches that you come up so we're we're, we're due we're well due. We're due. My, my message to anyone listening is if you know nick bomber he, he, keep him on his toes because yeah. something, something's coming yeah. i'm staying home something's coming <laughs> Uh, but other than that, things are going well for all of us, I would say. Uh, moving on to our favorite types of college bets. Ooh. So, like, what what are you targeting week to week and why? Give the listeners kind of a view into your head on how you handicap. Yeah. So, I'll say two different. One thing I really like doing um, – and I think it's successful too, and I think we've been really successful in it, is really try to find those teams that ground and pound the ball and have good defenses and bet a lot of first quarter unders. Like every year, Navy versus Army, under for the first quarter. Um, and things like that. I love finding unders because, honestly, I it sounds really bad, but it might be because I grew up in an offense that was pretty boring and run heavy, but I love watching the first quarter, first half under. But just as well, you know, um, one of the things that I mean, we're going to talk about in a little bit too my biggest problem, you know, is I look at that stuff and I, I feel like it, I can see it. I understand it. I look up the data from last year, look at, you know, stats from this year. Don't, and you're going to talk about this later and I don't want to ruin it, but I feel like I got to say it. Don't look at just like the last game being like, oh, this team played like absolute crap. You're never as good yeah. as your best game. You're never as bad as your yeah. worst game. Yeah, and that was, I would say two years ago, that was my biggest problem. I was still solid on the money i made in college football but the games i lost that was the issue i would be like i'm certain this team played this way this week and they're gonna do great and then they didn't look good so that's something to to highlight but i would say my favorite thing to bet that i feel like is very successful is finding those teams like iowa that don't move the ball very well spencer's no nonsense he wants the teams to run the ball get those games over with. that's right we're not here for a long time get back to his family and move on with the day (laughs) we're here for a good time not a long time um i actually like so at the end of last year, me, Nick, and Spencer kind of created a system for our college football. So Nick was Nick's a hawk on Twitter. Like if there's news, he finds it. Yeah. And uh, pretty much right when the lines come out, Nick screenshot and sending it to us, and we're all just looking at it. Anything catches our eye, we write it down, and then we kind of dive into the data a little bit. Mm-hmm. Anything we notice, and we kind of well, think on it for a day or two. Mm-hmm. And we do our own independent research, and then we, we kind of we do like a Snapchat video call with mm-hmm. us, and we we were we were we doing game by game, or were we just mentioning games we like? <clears throat> you would say like a game, and if we didn't want to touch it, we'd be like, game nope. by game. yeah. I mean, there'd be yeah, games. It was, it was we game were, by game. We were doing yeah. like sixty games a week, and I would say something. Oh, yeah. and if you had something, I would type it out, and then not used, nope. If we it. all agreed on each other, we would make it like a best bet. And yeah. If we didn't, we would listen to each other's arguments and say why. And actually, we saved a lot of money by not making bad bets doing that. Like, oh, yeah. Like, you guys would talk me off the ledge on stuff, and I would talk mm. you guys off on certain things. Which helped. <laughs> I just think it started to go really well at the end of the year. And our, we were winning. Oh, yeah. 
I think I only had one losing week all last yeah. season. So week zero is the best week, and I I look to repeat that again. Like I'm feeling very good going to week zero. It's about the confidence, but yeah, I think I think our system was working well. And oh yeah, oh no, I hear baby crying. I know. Uh, Nick, any thoughts on favorite style of bets, favorite props? I like I like doing first first quarter bets like Spencer unders and then spreads, especially at the beginning of the year whenever they haven't adjusted the lines. No chemistry right. and yeah. stuff too. Because like last year, there Georgia was playing Vanderbilt. First quarter, the spread was seven and a half, and ended up being like thirty-five to zero. Yeah. And then the rest of the year, it was adjusted <laughs> properly. But that is, I find the ones that kind of sleep on, where people aren't putting a lot of money into it, those are the best ones to find. And that sometimes we'll watch. That's a nice part about getting the lines early, like Nick gives them, because then you can kind of watch lines too. Like, what is everyone else thinking? <laughs> Me and Ben were actually talking about this the other day. If you love a favorite. You bet them when the line opens because right. the public is going to bet them, and mm-hmm. they're going to end up changing the line up to three points in college football. Right. If you love an underdog, wait till the last day because chances are the public's going to bet on the favorite, and it may give you an extra point or two. But there are those instances a week to week where the public dog there's a, a so a public dog is an underdog that the public loves, mm-hmm. and we we did get bet on a few of those. Last yeah. Year. Um, betting them too early, but. That's why I got Ohio State. They opened up at 13 and a half. I'm at 13 and a half. Let's go. Oh, nice call. That's how I get close at 16 or 17. I, that's I had a conversation with a guy at work today, and he told me that's going to go down before kickoff. I'm like, no, it's not. It's going to be up to 20 points. Oh, I don't know about that. Probably not that bad. I was Sharps, Sharps will come in on yeah. Notre Dame when he gets to 17. 17. I would do 17. Yeah, um, hedge. That's actually a nice segue into the next uh, topic of key numbers. So if you're new to football or you you don't really understand what's going on, there's there's key numbers of football, and these five key numbers have have accumulated to 48 percent of outcomes the last six years. So if you bet these numbers, you're gonna make money in the wrong. The key numbers are three, four, six, seven, and ten. So obviously three with a field goal. Yeah. Four would be the difference of me scoring a touchdown and you getting a field goal. Okay. Six, two field goals were a touchdown and missed extra point or went for two. Seven, obviously, touchdown. Ten, field goal, touchdown. Um, so 48% of games, the final score ended in one of those five numbers. So say say Ben likes uh, Ohio State to beat Notre Dame by 14. Mm-hmm. You Like you just mentioned, you got a great line at 13.5 because 14 is the key number. Right. So if you can f- buy a half a point or a point to get off of one of those key numbers, 52% of the time it's going to – I was I was just gonna ask if you guys do that because I feel like I did that a lot. Oh, I do it all the time. I buy numbers a lot, all the time. Like, and it sometimes it's just, it just like a comfort thing. I don't know if it's as much as, as a, it's more of like yeah, I'm yeah. scared. Like well, um, <laughs> like a especially like a dog. Like but, if I have a dog, I get like, let's say I it's at like nine and a half. I'll be yeah. like, okay, I'll just do ten and a half and right. put it in a part. Now are you bet? Oh, so you, I was gonna say most of the ones I'm buy, if I'm only buying a point, I'll do a single. Yeah, generally, mm-hmm. or I'll try to get the best line like we were just talking about. Right. Um, but yeah, if I'm trying to, so we do a group parlay each week mm-hmm. and it just has to be like minus two fifty or better. If I like someone at plus 10, I'll buy up to plus 14. If to get to minus two fifty, just yeah. to give me that extra, make sure you're not the guy to ruin it. Right. That's smart. So if you are going to buy points, make sure you buy them in to keep... the three, four, six, seven, ten 10 increments. I feel like I do that with all football. Like I do that NFL college mm-hmm. a lot. What um, about to try to explain it a little easier? You wouldn't if if you have if you like a favorite to cover 
if you like a favorite and they're minus nine and a half, it makes zero sense to buy down to minus nine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Zero Absolutely, sense. yeah. Because the chances of the game ending on nine are like 1%, yeah. 2%. Did so. any of you guys do teasers last year while we're talking oh. about that? Because I did them last year, but every time I did them, it was always like I always, there was always one thing that just happened and it felt like it just screwed me. But I'm like, when you do seven of those together, like the one week when we went to your house. Well, you shouldn't be doing seven. That's probably the issue. Yeah. (laughs) Well, on FanDuel, I think you have to do like five or six legs, don't you? To do a teaser? You can do do two. Shut up. You can do a two team teaser. I I thought it had to be, wow. I was misinformed by FanDuel on that one. But when I did the one that we went to Nick's house when, we, when I made the chicken sandwiches that were really good, if Texas would have finished that game. Great plug there. I know. If Texas would have finished that game, and no, was it Texas? Texas was down, right? And Oklahoma came back, right? Yeah, oh, the crazy yes. one when they had the. When Texas won that whole game, that's the only thing I had. And I had I teased it back because Texas was down. And then dogs. Caleb Williams worked yeah. his magic. My USC guy. God. That made me so mad. God. I lost like $500, and I bet only like 15 bucks, and that would have been an awesome one. I was just going to mention that. We were doing NFL teasers at the end of the year, and we did all right on them. Uh, it's not my favorite bet, but they yeah. can be They can be in the right. Uh, Do you like doing teasers or reverse teasers better? Well, reverse teasers are <laughs> – I mean, that's They're like dumb. That's like, do you like a plus five hundred or a plus that's five thousand? Like, <laughs> you gotta have some luck there. I would actually, I'd say Nick's probably our best teaser person. Oh yeah, well, didn't like, you t- probably had Timmy's I mean, had Timmy, multiple. Timmy, he's doing reverse he's, teasers. He had though. reverse yeah. teas where he bet two or three bucks and it paid out yeah. almost two thousand dollars. Right. But, so I mean, is it worth it? I'm saying like. Oh yeah, I mean, you only have to hit bucks? one a season. Yeah. Oh, but I, I mean, I, I I'm just talking regular teasers. I would say Nick was probably our best person at that last year. I'm at the contract. Or did them more often than us. I didn't do very well in teasers last year. I feel like I got screwed. I love doing teasers. I love doing our group parlays. I do too. Because it's like, (laughs) even our MLB hit parlays, like once you get one leg down, that first leg down, it's like we're in the money. Like we're in this shit. My favorite favorite bet in general is a lock parlay. Like if you get a group of guys together and say there's, okay, give me something minus 300, minus 250. You've got five things root for that all should happen. Uh, as far as entertainment value goes, uh, lock lock parlay is my favorite bet. And, and it's amazing because you want obviously you want everyone to win because you can win money, mm-hmm. right? But like you win, you're like hell yeah, Ben, great job. Yeah. But like no one wants to be the guy yeah. who let the team down. You don't want to be because that's the guy that you like. We've really all dumb. we've all been there. Oh yeah, well, we can talk about uh, last year when we were doing uh, lock parlays in college football, and I was on the coldest streak of all time, <laughs> and I was pissed off about it. I was tired of making picks because I missed so many in a row. The what team did I pick? Marshall. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Back preface: We were all talking all day long about how we're gonna hit this one, yeah. hit this one. We all like us. We, three, put we all picked ben. great pick. It was yeah, it been Marshall at Ben. Yeah, UNB, ben. wasn't it? No, no, it was versus Rice versus Rice. 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 Yeah, ben bad. flies out of nowhere because we had picked Marshall a few times previously because oh, yeah. they were great that and year. they were great for us that year. Ben goes Marshall money line and he sends this like total asshole like he just wants <laughs> us to, he just wants us to stop talking yeah. like. He's like, whatever, <laughs> F you guys. They're minus 10000 Yeah. So you bet $10,000 to win 100 bucks. Yeah. It's the worst bet ever. We're all like, whatever, F Ben. So we make a separate group text. Actually, we want to thank you because you ended up making us a lot of money with yeah. what we branded out. out. But um, Marshall ends up losing. <laughs> and they didn't just lose. They got like their ass beat. It was like 30 to nothing. And like they, <laughs> to they a two win team. And they were undefeated up until that point. Like they were a good yeah. team. Look I mean, it up. I got to look this up. Yeah, because I want to know what year it was, too. Because I it think was, it was 2019. No, it was last year. It was last year. Was yeah. it last year? 
It was it was either that or it was during COVID, the 2020 year. It might have. No. no, I'm pretty confident it was last year. Last year they won, it said. Yeah, because Marshall was ranked. Yeah, Marshall was ranked. The Owls had five interceptions. <laughs> I need to the see quarterback maybe threw that the whole year combined. I need to see the game. ESPN box score here. Marshall should have had to shut down their program after that game. I, oh, I we... shut down my program after that game. <laughs> should we watch it? No. <laughs> whole game right now yeah austin will live call the whole game yeah Yeah. we're turning this to a live stream (laughs) oh my gosh that'd be amazing i i i'm not done with this story though we i have to finish how like the how it ended up going but maybe it was 2020 i think it was because i remember being in like the fields at that time because i was out there giggling in in my semi working i i think it was 2020 is that right i doubt you'd have been in the fields this was like near the end of the year wasn't it yeah, we were in the fields late that year. That's why I was shocked that we were in there. Right. Uh, yep. December fifth, yeah. twenty. Yeah. You were in the fields on December fifth. Yeah. So uh, Marshall was seven and zero. This was during COVID twenty twenty. Marshall was seven and zero. So damn Rice good. was one and two. Marshall was four or no 25, 25 point favorites. Is that something? Right? I think so. Something like that. And they lost twenty to zero at home to an absolute shit team. Marshall's quarterback, <laughs> who's actually really good, he's Virginia Tech's new quarterback this year, yeah. was 18 of 35 for 165 yards and five interceptions. That's like, I, and their all conference running back had 20 carries for 76 yards. After two picks, you're just throwing stuff. Like, you don't care at that point. You're like, you know what? But, 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 but back to this text. So, at that point, when Ben sent that, we knew that he was all cashed out on college football. Mm-hmm. And I, we hadn't been doing too hot in 2020. No, we, we were okay, but we, were we weren't too hot. And then, so we all did our group text. And our parlay ended up hitting. And then Spencer's like, or I don't know who it was. Someone's like, yeah, good thing we dropped Ben or whatever. And uh, we're like, nah, Marshall won easy. And then someone looked it up and they saw that they lost. Because that was, yeah, they were never. Marshall, played. yeah, Marshall was 24 and a half point favorites. Really? I'm looking it up now. I literally guessed <laughs> My that out, gosh. Of, out yeah. of the blue. <clears throat> That's a I'm lot. right. I mean, I was, was spot good. on there. That was good. Should have. But bet opposite should have bet rice. <laughs> one of us rice at some point <laughs> when we re- when we <laughs> saw that rice won, one of us screenshot it and sent it to bed, and and like we were all just shocked. Oh yeah, there's oh, th- and that's the hard part about college football too, because just crazy. Like we even talked about crazy stuff happening. Like Minnesota losing yeah. as a thirty point favorite last yeah. year to Bowling Green. That's Sophie's fault. That was that, that was, was Sophie's fault. That's where Fade Sophie started. Yep. We'll, we'll get her um, in on a pick. Maybe not today, but week zero. We'll get her to pick. So Could you imagine had we added that minus 10,000, though? It would have added a dollar to our parlay and it would have lost. See, yeah, those I don't add just because of that reason. It would make me mad if it did Oh, you it. should never like, add yeah. anything over minus 300, yeah. really. But there's people out there that think about it. That's for sure. <laughs> Moving on? All yeah. right. Um, what's your kind of least favorite bets? Like, what do you think is a sucker bet for college football? Like, what won't you bet? Um, who, won't, who won't you bet? I won't bet a night game. A night, The home team for the night game wins 80% of the time. So you won't bet a road favorite? I won't bet a road favorite cover. ever. Especially even last year, you said it to me, and I was like, you gave me that stat, and I was like, I'm going to bet on Texas A&M. And it was one of the funnest Saturdays I had. We were, I was cleaning upstairs even watching it on my TV as I was helping. And I was like, this is insanely good. This is great. Because everyone's like, Alabama's going to smoke them. And so I will not do that. The numbers are just not there. Didn't we get Texas A&M at like plus 11? Yeah. As so well? like we took them like plus at money. At home with 110,000 people yeah. screaming. So even if they miss that field goal, I'm like, still win. So who cares? So that that would be my pick. Nick, what about you? I'd have to agree on that. It's, it's too high of a scary. number. It's scary high. 
my thing is I just don't like I won't bet any favorite to cover more than two touchdowns. Yeah. I mean, it's very rare. If, like, Maybe so I post all my first. picks. We, mm-hmm. we have been posting all of our picks. If you see me take a football favorite to cover a crazy spread, then I'm either super confident or I'm off my off my rocker. I'll say either that or it's like a non-conference. Like, yeah, I mean, it's not worth – you know what I mean? Like Michigan State versus the school of the deaf and blind, something like well, that. Well, I just think my mindset is more – how can a team keep it close instead of what has to go yeah. right to blow somebody out? That's a good way to look at it. What about you, Ben? What's your least favorite? Other than all of it. Oh, man. It depends on what mood I'm in. Like, if I got a a, a parlay and the last leg is a, a game a night game out west and I'm watching freaking Boise oh. State versus BYU, if I'm in a good mood, that's the best. Like, if it's 1 o'clock in the morning and I'm watching this game end. Got a little buzz quarter, going on. Yeah, I got a little buzz going on. If I'm in a bad mood, then I'm like, I just want to go to bed. <laughs> like, why did I bet this? I've game? been there where I've cashed yeah. out just because I want to go to bed. Yeah. And yeah. I, and I or if you're like, so like, if you're up on the day, you'll just immediately take the cash out yeah. offer at those late games. But yeah. if you're down on the day, you're like, yeah. it's two a.m. and I'm not going to bed. <laughs> Gotta see this through. Live betting. That's the worst live betting. Us. Fucking San Jose State versus. Yeah. <laughs> Start time, 11 Hawaii. o'clock Eastern Standard yeah. Time. Yeah, yeah well, I'm betting Hawaii games. Yeah. Dude, okay, so that, that brings me back to our group parlay. It's the worst when one of you motherfuckers picks 11 p.m. <laughs> yeah. start game. It's like, why am I waiting? I this isn't a to. first quarter bet. I'm not taking it. The only time I pick it is like in a week where I don't feel super confident about all the games. So I'm like. And you I'm want like, everyone to get to yeah, that point? I'm and like, then you're like, you tell everyone yeah. hedge, hedge, hedge. I'm like, and not only that, but I'm like, if it gets to that point. How many people are really going to be paying attention? Like in the, yeah. in the beginning of the day, you're slandering the people at noon and three screwing yeah. up. You're not slandering the guy at midnight because you're sleeping. But what about what about old sleeping? Austin who's what he's got his hawk eyes That's on true, this game. Yeah, you're all sleeping and I'm sending I'm sending uh, aggressive text group. To, yeah. uh, what do you call them? Hate text. Hate yeah, hate text. Hate yeah, text. I, I wake up in the morning and I have 65 unread text messages and they're all from Austin. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, but you bet you bet those late games and then you've been watching. Uh, football for 14 hours and you've had 30 rum and cokes it's like man i gotta go to church in the morning i gotta do stuff <laughs> that makes one of us <laughs> i gotta actually get up and do stuff yeah i'm the same way i'll i'll cash out i honestly didn't think of that that's a really good answer i like that answer i would say my least favorite are high lines high totals oh yeah like i it seems like every time i bet on a a game that's like over 70 or something Mississippi State they never hit and it's like the whole time we're just rooting for points yeah Mississippi State LSU last year was like a team and they should have had it so easy that Uh, shit pisses me off and it kind of makes me into like an angry better to where Mm -hmm. I just want to fade teams and people and then make it my mission to be like yeah that person sucks like I hate everyone on the Mississippi State organization after that week every single person don't like one of them I don't think you realize how much I got my rocks off, like betting against Florida, and then it hits. Oh yeah, like that—that yeah. that revs me up. That makes me want to go, like, I don't even know, spread some tires. I haven't decided if I'm betting on them this year because I still got bad taste in my mouth. Yeah, it's New Year, New Year. I'll give, I will give, give them one chance, one slate. chance. Yeah. I will give them one. chance. It's like when you get that kid. It's like if you're like a coach, you got that one kid on your team that's real bad and he doesn't do anything back. I'm gonna give you one at bat today, and if you screw it up, you're riding the bench the rest of the day. And, you, and the whole time you know they're yeah. gonna screw up. You like, know they're gonna screw up. Like, why it's I do like a problem man. child. You yeah. know they're gonna act up. It's like you can't wait to act them. them on. Yeah. I can't wait until there's an opportunity to fade them hard. Let's see who they got week one. At least, at least they got Utah. rid of Emory Jones. That was a huge issue. That was now a they problem. have AR15, which I think he just changed his name. 
nickname from AR-15. Yeah, he is. He's, what is he now? Uh, he's he's AR-13. He's a stud. <laughs> um, can he pass it, though? So I think That's a good point. Florida does have a very good chance to prove themselves to us week one. They play at home against Utah, who a lot of people, our guest last week, Cody, is very Loves. high on. Loves. They're eighth in the country. If they can somehow stay within a point of Utah or at least look good, right? I'll give Florida another chance. I won't. They're at home. I'm, They're I'm at already. Home. Let's be honest. They're at home against the Pac-12. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll probably bet it, but I won't love it. But I'll do it. I'm out on Florida. I'm putting ten bucks tops on them, but I oh, need yeah. them. They have to prove to me yeah. that they're worthy of. Otherwise, I'm. You can't fade them either, because yeah. when you fade them, they screw you. Then they. Mm-hmm. It's unbelievable. Uh, we gotta stop talking about Florida. I'm gonna have a stroke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Oh, guys, definitely shop the best lines. Like, yeah. Seems like every year I'm texting someone, and they're like, "Oh, I bet it on DraftKings at minus 120." And I'm like, "Well, why would you do that? It's plus 100 on FanDuel." And they're like, "Oh, it's, I only got—that's the only account I got money in, or something." It's like, "Well, withdraw that and put 20 into FanDuel." I need to be better. Just about rotate that. your money because shopping the best lines will make you the most money over the long run. Yeah, and there's an app. I honestly wanted. To, I have it. Last oh, there's seven should... like Vegas Insider. Yeah, this one's called betting pros i believe and it shows every game and every line i'm re-downloading from it from like the major six or seven yeah books. i mean that could be the difference in going even losing money and yeah gaining money yeah and if you go five and five on a college football saturday if you found that extra 10 cents well, from minus our, 110 to plus 100 you could break even yeah. a player prop episode if you haven't listened go back and listen there was yardage difference on that like for your baker one there's a hundred yeah. yards difference yeah. which is a big 200, 200. that's a big that's a big time deal making the the smart informed bets yep is good in the long run. You will make money. You won't regret it. And that you, you are you elaborating on this betting pro thing? No, I'm just looking. Okay, at it. okay. I'm so, just staring uh, really hard at it. Moving that on to track your bets. You track your bets. You will see what you're doing wrong. You will see what you're missing, and hopefully, you will learn from your mistakes. You're either you're either losing or you're learning. Mm-hmm. And if you're not learning from your losses, then you're just going to keep making the same mistakes. And I've learned that through the years. Tracking bets has like Florida, back to Florida, for instance. If you're over four on a team, stop betting them. Yeah. Whether you're with them or against them. Yeah, I did that. I did that for the NFL last year. I started noticing it's like I'm killing it on Sunday, but I'm losing it all on Monday night. Like I don't know why mm-hmm. I just could not bet Monday night games. So then it's like okay, now that I see this pattern, it's like take it easy. Like this is just mm-hmm. one game. Like I think of it as like oh, this is the football tonight. So we got to get enough in to you know play this game, but no, it's just one game out of the the sixteen or seventeen are going. Yeah, on. and with that, I would do kind of, and this is something going along with all of this stuff. Like a lot of times, if you have like a good day in the beginning of the day, like for college football, same thing. Like I feel like I got to turn around and bet on every game. Mm-hmm. And like Danny said, like the in our first episode, the one advantage we have over the sports books is. We don't have to bet everything. They have to bet everything. Like they right. have to put something out for every game. You get to pick and choose yeah. what you want to find. That's and why you're finding an edge. Yeah. This year, I'm going to be better about that because I could tell you last year there's times where I would win a bunch of money, sitting there having a great time by myself watching college football, cooking. I'm like, you got to bet on this. And, and game. that's fine if you if you have your research and you already yeah. know it's a good bet in advance. You just haven't bet it. But a lot of times I wouldn't. Like I'd just be like, oh, I'm going to bet it to right. bet it, and that's and stupid. That's following up on Ben's yeah. point. Like if. Ben has a thousand dollar day off a hundred dollars in bets. Don't change your unit size. Mm-hmm. Like right. that's why we're yeah. losing on Monday because instead of betting twenty five dollars on a first touchdown score, we're like, ah, oh, I got money. Yeah. It's house money, and they're betting a hundred. Mm-hmm. And then 
it's just cutting into your profit over right. and over. Yeah, it's just not smart betting. Like, yeah, like I said, like on for the example of the NFL, I'm betting we're betting our best bet. So like our best bet of the game, I'll t- text Austin and say, "What do you like in the Colts versus Falcons game?" He's like, "Well, I like Michael Pittman over because he's done it this many times, or whatever." So I'm betting twenty five bucks on that, and betting twenty five bucks on the Bills Chiefs game, blah blah blah, and I'm gaining units. So maybe I profit two hundred bucks. But then I go Monday Night Football. It's like, all right. I'm betting 50 bucks on Alvin Kamara to get the first touchdown. It's like, that's just not smart betting. It's like, keep your units in check. I, th- I think if you follow us on Instagram, you notice that each day I, I put all of my picks and how many units it is. Yeah. Or if it's not listed, it's always one. And then I'm putting the daily and stuff. You notice that if I'm losing a certain type of bet consistently, I'll just quit doing it. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's another form of tracking bets. So. That's a good way to put it. <clears throat> I mean, if you're, just, if you're losing the same thing over and over, you're just an idiot. Yeah. So. There's a certain ones that people want to bet over and over, and that's why sports stick to money. People have got to stop treating sports betting as a thing for fun. Yeah. I mean, it's fine if, if it's fine if you're if you're putting like a dollar on thing. Like Nick's brother Maverick just puts play money at like fifty cents a quarter. Mm-hmm. Like if you lose everything, you're not losing anything. Yeah, but people need to start treating it like it's investing, like making good bets. Like you're like like you're <laughs> in the stock market. Yeah. You're not just putting your money on random shit. You're you're putting on a, a good CEO or right. A rise in this or uh, an ethanol plant and there's and corn prices corn surpluses up right. or whatever it may be if treat you treat like sports the betting the same way mm-hmm. as like building your bankroll you'll be really good at it very good point nick any thoughts no he disagrees that's <laughs> <laughs> good um Throw so i think th- this is pretty much wrapping up our college football <laughs> move the last thing i want to touch on is uh the coaches rankings that came out today uh, I don't know if you guys can all see this or not. Can you all see that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, any thoughts on it? Um, we just say them real quick. I have a lot just of thoughts. Just some knee-jerk reactions. So I said this. Notre Dame's, I think, a little too high. I, I mean, obviously the coaches. Notre vote. Dame is number five. Yeah, and Ohio State's number two. With them playing week one, it feels like this is almost planned out. But I'm – like we said earlier, probably not, but it feels that way. Just because, I mean, that's going to make it more of a primetime game to be like five against number two. Um, Texas A&M, I would have them right there. Some people wouldn't. Oklahoma State, I would probably put them above Baylor. Is, isn't that just like USC? I'd put a bit. What's terrible about 12. the college football landscape today? Like, so, so today, if you have a points bet account, you got a free bet from one o'clock to two o'clock, and you can put it on any team to win the national championship. We have number two versus number five, week one. And number two is 14-point favorites. Mm-hmm. So that means right right there that tells me if you're not in the top four, you have no chance of winning the, oh, yeah. the championship. Yeah. So going into the season, who we have thousands of, or what, a thousand games to be played, mm-hmm. and we already know it's going to be Alabama, Ohio State, Georgia, or Clemson. Oh, yeah. And then, honestly, for me, so when I look at the rest of the numbers, I look at them just for fun. Alabama and Ohio State. Okay. Alabama, yeah, Ohio State, Georgia, Clemson, Notre Dame. They've Michigan. Got, they've got Michigan State as the third highest Big Ten team, and we have them. We predicted <laughs> yeah. them to lose yeah. a lot. Yeah. I saw that games. too. I was like, Michigan State number fourteen, and none of us have them winning eight games. Yeah, I know. Like they're gonna... Cincinnati won't be at twenty two very long. They'll be under. I saw that too. I'm like, didn't they lose? Wake Forest now. Wake Forest. Too. Yeah, yeah. they might as well go from nineteen to seventy. Yeah, I'm not. A lot of people are big on Miami. I'm not yet, but I don't know enough about them to say whether I'm really big I, on them or not. One thing I think is interesting is number twenty-two Cincinnati plays at number twenty-three Arkansas week one, and Arkansas is a touchdown favorite. Oh yeah, I'm uh, betting that. I like I I just is that like a legacy thing because uh, Cincinnati was so good last year? Like people are like, oh, to they're still on my mind. I'm yeah. gonna vote for them. 
mean, they Arkansas, lost so many people. That's they lost too many. Arkansas is gonna, I think, gonna. But I, I don't know. That was tough. Ole Miss four twenty four. Who's twenty five? Back to that free Houston. bet today. Houston. My, I, uh, my dad used his on Texas. That's crazy. Like, what am I? What can someone make sense? Make that make sense? <laughs> Maybe he thought Archie was playing this plus year. five thousand. Is that what you he said? Loves, he loves Quinn Ewers. Is that what you said? Do they then? still have Vince Young. There hasn't been a, <laughs> there hasn't been a college football national champion in the last ten years that had lower than a plus five hundred. Actually, Ohio State was the only one the one year they won in, and to win. So basically, that means if you don't have Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State. They're not gonna win. Alabama's a you're good, wasting your money. Yeah, exactly. Alabama's a good bet in my opinion to win national championship as soon as the year's over because you do that every year. Yeah, but even like even they're open, they were like plus two fifty. Like really, that yeah. usually unless you're now. putting real money on that, like yeah, who's betting that? It. Yeah, that's not worth it. Like what was Georgia? Are you putting a free twenty dollar bet on a plus one eighty? Yeah, I'm not. What was Georgia when they opened it up? Do you know, like um, roughly five hundred? No, I think they were closer to even. Really? Because they Jeez. weren't sure who I was going to declare for the right. draft. But they they've lost quite a bit on defense. Honestly, your guys' future bet. I looking at all the teams though, like for a risk free five dollar free bet, that was probably the the best team that you could have chose. Mine was a twenty. US, US, USC. I'm a VIP. Spencer just VIP. Spencer just put some love on USC. Yeah, I think I think I think so. What I think Spencer's doing, I think he's dropping Easter eggs. That way, at the end of the year, when USC makes the playoff, he can be like, "Well, I did say that's a good value bet." That is I'm, smart of me to do. I'm surprised USC is so low. That's 15. that's when you know you're on your way to be the next Colin Coward. Yeah, you gotta <laughs> you go say both sides. good things on both yeah. sides. You can always play that audio clip. USC has the fifth best odds on the national title on the ring. They're in 15. Yeah, but I I think uh, teams kind of just want them, or like these coaches just want them to like prove it first. Yeah, and they're at 15, and Oregon's above them, and Utah. Bone Bo Nix at quarterback. Twelfth in the country. Yeah, these Yeesh. rankings are crazy. They I, are. Like it's funny because coaches always bitch about how the media doesn't know anything, <laughs> but do I think the media's rankings are going to be better than the coaches' rankings to start it's off true. the year. I'm excited to see those. The media definitely does not know anything. Though. No, I will. I will mention that. No. NC State number thirteen kind of surprised me. That surprises Kentucky me. number twenty one. I think Kentucky's gonna be good. Kentucky's gonna be really good. I have them winning eight nine games. If if this was up to me, Kentucky would probably be up near like Michigan State. I'd move Michigan wow. State back quite a ways. I, think, I love Kentucky. I'm hyped up, man. I think Cody's Ole Miss at number twenty four. Cody's oh, yeah. the guy we did the thing yeah. with. I think they should be closer to fifty. <laughs> hey. I was gonna, I was gonna be closer to twenty seven. I'm fading Kentucky because their quarterback puts Mayo in his. Coffee. That's why I'm betting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you're doing That's that, you're I'm doing something. Right? The most shocking out of this list. But can any of you guys guess my my thought? You're scrolling. Tennessee is the basically 28th in votes. Oh, I think Tennessee is a top 15 team. Oh yeah, they're gonna. I come haven't won in like nine games. They're gonna come out and dog Ball State. You go nine and three in the first 12, you're a top 15 team. Oh yeah. I don't that I didn't understand. They like what did they lose from last year? They're in Bayless Jones. That's what I'm saying. I'm looking at some Hayden Hooker's there now. back. They're gonna be unbelievable. That offense is gonna score 40 points. Minnesota a game. six points. Disrespect. Is I, it, I think Louisville's going to be. I was, gonna, there I was just going to say too. that too. I was going to say them, SMU, Louisville, and two Minnesota. votes on Purdue is just insane. That's bad. They should have twenty. <laughs> <laughs> UCLA kind of seems kind of low. That does seem low. Like I think they're going to be a solid team. App State will be ranked. They're always ranked with their schedule. I mean, UCLA, what did UCLA lose? Yeah, they got DTR back. They got their stud running back. Once you look at the other ones, it kind of makes you mad. Like UCLA, Minnesota. Louisville, Louisville getting one vote is an absolute joke. North Carolina being in the top 
seven receiving <laughs> votes. That's insane. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Wallace I think BYU will be solid. I think they'll be. Oh yeah, they did lose Tyler they get, here, but they get any votes? I didn't even see them. Yeah, out they're there. right here, right behind Tennessee. Okay, that's not bad. I would have had them at twenty-five, maybe right beside it. Um, that's all I got for college football. Though. Yep. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, feel free to reach out to us. We'll go put the babes to bed. Adios. <laughs>